Yeah, this is not our best show, folks. I'm just don't I'm all scatterbrained for some reason tonight. <laughs> I don't know. I can't think. Loafs. loafs and meat. Trash South Street. Trash Street. Episode Street. 101. Jamie Z. Lucessa. What's going on, dude? Well, we've lost a hero. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Eddie. Eddie. Eddie died again from uh, Rocky Heart Picture Show. Hot Patootie, bless my soul. <laughs> no, I was trying <laughs> to remember the name of this fucking song. My hands used to fumble with a white plastic belt. The taste of baby pinks of lipstick, and that's what I'm Literally more than I know. <laughs> I'm saying Eddie is like legitimately the only character I could probably go as for Rocky Horror. <laughs> Debbie Harry was in a movie uh, with Meatloaf called Union City Blues, I believe. Oh. Never saw it. Mm. Do you remember how they did a Blood Rain movie. I do. Like Yui Bowl. And Meatloaf's it. in it as like is a... He? He's like a vampire pimp or something like that. And sort of one of the, one of the movie trivia facts is they just hired actual Romanian prostitutes for the scene. <laughs> oh, that's hot. Yeah, he's in it. Yeah, I um, forgot about that. My creepy obsession with Blood Rain. Mm, she was cool. Yeah. I like all the, the stuff she would say when she would suck their blood. Oh, she only be like... <laughs> Like the, yeah, I just play the game and just suck blood. I would be like this morbidly obese vampire because all I could do was suck blood, Nazi blood. Yes. Of course, Meatloaf died. Yep. Meatloaf um, a day. Today is um one. So twenty first. Yes, January twenty first. Father in law to Scott Ian of Anthrax. Mm hmm. Um, star of such movies as Blood Rain, uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show, and. The one with Debbie Harry. <laughs> Union City Blues. Union City Blues. And Fight Club. Hello. Oh, yeah. He's Robert Paulson. Yeah. With his... Remember his name. Yeah. <laughs> the meme I saw. Bob Saget and Betty White in Heaven. And Betty Bob goes to Betty. What do you want for lunch? And she goes, Meatloaf. <laughs> and we all laugh. But no, Meatloaf. I would say... I don't know if anyone, like, what we do, like, most people would know him from one song. From maybe Dashboard, from the... Dashboard. Yes. And then you might have a slight, like, slightly larger group of people who know him from, uh, I would do anything for love. But I won't do, do that. that. Oh, no! <laughs> okay. That's, uh... <laughs> and, of course, yeah, like, Paradise by the Dashboard Light, which I watched right before Jamie came in, and sort of, like, literally Were seconds before... A little bit. I teared up. Aww. And my wiener. I had said to Jamie, like, if she had caught me watching the video, I wouldn't, like, I would feel like she caught me, like, playing with myself. That's how embarrassed I would be. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't have cared. It's just so weird. And so Meatloaf, first off, he, he really is the avatar of sexual assault. Was he in Spice World? Yes, he was. He's the bus driver. <laughs> yes. I'm looking up. Yeah, he's so fucking... He just has a look of lust in his, his eye in that video. The video for P Paradise mm -hmm. by the Dashboard Light, which of course is about... There are two teenagers, presumably on prom night, who are about to fuck. Oh, yeah. But, and you know, she's like, I'm not going to fuck you. And she's like, please. Oh, he's in Wayne's World, Ghost Wars. How can we forget Ghost Wars? <laughs> All right, we'll go on. Ray's Anatomy? No way. No, that would be, be insane. You would know that in a I second. I would like, I do not remember that episode. He does have 109 fucking uh, 
lot of shit. Rolls. So this is what I want to bring up. Paradise by the Dashboard Light. The woman who sings. It doesn't matter. You you will and you might. You may not. Um, you remember Night Court? Yeah. So do you remember? So Christine Sullivan, played by Marky Post. Kind of, sort of. Like Marky Post just died, though. Do you remember that there was like... Marky Post is like the third person in that role, basically. Before <laughs> Marky Post, there was a someone in that role. Okay, and that was her. Named Ellen Foley. Okay. Who was not the woman in the video, but sang the song. Oh, okay. Cool. And if you don't know who Ellen Foley or Billy Young, she was known in Night Court is, that story means absolutely fucking nothing. Eh. Yeah, trivia. You know who, who used to watch Night Court? Bran, all the time. Oh, a lot of people did. It was a popular show. Yeah, it's fucking dumb. You don't understand. <laughs> fucking dumb. There he goes. Uh, Blood Rain, he plays Leonid. You, who can forget Leonid? Yeah. Maybe I'll watch that. And right after Meatloaf died, Louis Anderson died. Yeah, yeah. And so you were telling a story about Paradise by the Beth, like... Oh, there was that Billy Young. Okay, or that was Foley. It. Okay. Also that he really does look like he's about to just throw the woman down and have his way with her. Mm. He, he really does look like Eddie before <laughs> Frankenfurter got a hold of him. Yes. He's a crazy... Li- I guess he does a good job of... Of young lust, except he's like middle-aged in that video. <laughs> no, but so Louie Anderson died. And that one kind of creeped me out because I was on social media mm-hmm. right after. And I was like, that's when I saw Meatloaf died. And then someone had reposted a tweet from Paulie Shore, mm-hmm. who was like, just got back from visiting Louie Anderson. He's and- resting comf- comfortably, but he's not doing well. Yeah. And then he died like an hour later. I saw something on Facebook the night before, and they said that like they're expecting him to die like he he wasn't doing well at all. Yeah. Um, sucks. I used to like watch Life with Louie. Yeah. He was in that movie where he's like a scout. Yeah, not it doesn't matter. He's a, anyway. He was on the feud, the family feud. He was, yeah, was he the host for a while? Yeah. I was watching the family feud the other day. Mm-hmm. It was the Steve Harvey one. Yeah. And it was if turkeys could eat humans for Thanksgiving, what body parts would they pick? Yeah. <laughs> This family, the one lady was like the gizzard, <laughs> and Steve Harvey's like, I wasn't the greatest at school, but humans don't have gizzards. Uh, and then the next lady said chicken legs. <laughs> yeah, doesn't make oh, sense. Oh, poor Steve Harvey. He's funny. Don't on, ask uh, me why I was watching Family Feud. Yeah, it's okay. I, I, a couple weeks ago had it was like the double. The double threat of being just fucking old, where I, I mentioned that Richard Dawson was mm-hmm. on the host of Family Feud. And people are like, who's Richard Dawson? Yes. Yeah. And then I tried to explain Hogan's Heroes. That's, you're really dating And then, yourself. well, and here's one for you. Later on in that conversation, and you might not remember this because I was really young, Wheel of Fortune, mm-hmm. when you would get money and, and you used the money to buy prizes. Yeah, I remember that. So yeah, I was like, I, I was like, I'm just gonna shut up because I'm old. They used to just pan around the room, and be like, I'll take that yeah. TV, but uh, Pat. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And then they both, and we'll put the rest on you on a gift certificate. When Vanna White was alive, they didn't revive her, and she's a fucking zombie. <laughs> Aww, <laughs> she looks like a zombie. She's like, yeah. <laughs> Vanna White reminds me of. This is this is sure to attract all the young listeners, by the way, all the Gen Zs. This old person talk in Amazon Women on the Moon, yeah, where they have First Lady of the Evening. I don't remember that. It's like one of those kids where like it's this woman is First Lady, but she's also a call girl, and like that's the kind of movie Vanna White would be in. Uh, Anyway, not as good as vibes. Vibes. (laughs) Me and Patrick enjoy the shit out of that movie. movie. 
That's when I had my crush on Jeff Goldblum and mm. I didn't tell people because I thought it was weird. That's where I had a big mock argument with uh, someone who claimed that uh, Jeff Goldblum only plays scientists in movies. Mm. And no matter what I said, this person would be like, yeah, he was a scientist in that movie. <laughs> and then, except I'm like, I'm like, what about the movie where he's the devil? And he's like, that's bullshit. That never Was happened. he like a lawyer or one of them? Isn't like Igby Goes Down? Wasn't he like a lawyer or something? I think so. Yeah. A lawyer scientist? Yeah. A scientist of the law. <laughs> maybe. Again, young people, like and subscribe. So Hit that button. So other than Meatloaf dying, that's about it for me. Uh, what's up with you? Living the dream. Mark was really sick last week. Yeah. He had a stomach bug. Mm-hmm. Really. I like... <laughs> Victor just been very into things and yeah needs a friend Aww. he's been motor mouthing it and he had off on monday so we were like oh <laughs> and i think he's gonna murder me he like yeah. scares me <laughs> yeah i could see he's like you know give him two more years and it's gonna be uh <laughs> this is no longer funny and you noticed him call me jamie too when he was around yeah you. it's weird mm. yeah because he's like i'm gonna murder yeah. that bitch He's going to wear your skin. I'll be doing a podcast with you, quote unquote. It's like, my next song's about a dog named Misha. I'm like, all right. Uh, he's uh, funny. That's yeah. about it. Um, watching Euphoria. I'll talk yeah. about that after we're done our reviews. That's about it. Mm. About you. Nothing. Um, got my my sound on just in case I get a call. I'm waiting for an important call. Oh, okay. We talk. Ooh. But I doubt they're going to call this late. Mm, on a Saturday. Well, they did call on a Saturday uh, five minutes after I put in a request to renew my card. Oh. Like, so quickly that I missed it because... <laughs> yeah, take a shit. It, actually, yes. That was, unfortunately, that was entirely what was happening. I, I figured as much. I was making little bunny bloops. So let's talk about some music, I presume, bloop, bloop, bloop. since we're talking about turds. Yes. Oh, and let me begin. Speaking of turds... Yes. Minka! <laughs> That's unfair, but not really. Minka? Minka. So Minka we reviewed, I reviewed somewhere in the first five yeah. podcasts we did. I was surprised. First album was called Greatest Hits Volume 1. Yeah. Had four songs. There's uh, too many songs in my opinion, this album. Well, yeah, yeah. I was about to say four songs is not too many. Yeah. Well, it could be. So Minka is from Philadelphia, PA. Mm-hmm. Kind of hard to pin down as a genre. Uh, it's kind of well, like... not for this like across albums, not necessarily. Oh, okay. I can see it. This album, the genre is any song that would appear in an eighties action comedy. I could see that. I have what I what my take is on it, but I'll let you. So yeah, like you said, this came out. So this came out uh, January fifth, day okay. before the insurrection. Mm-hmm. You know, day we mourn or celebrate, <laughs> as the case may be. By that fact alone. For 2022, yeah, this is my album of the year. Really? Well, well it's the first album of 2022. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this is making. It's like a sixth release. Okay. This is like I listened to this on Bandcamp. It's 17 songs, which is a lot of songs, unless it's the fucking Descendants, and every song is one minute yeah. and 30 seconds. <laughs> it is pay what you want. Mm-hmm. So good for him. Yeah. And. I find that 17 songs is way too many songs Entirely. for this type of music. 10, maybe. 10. Even this one, from what I found even 10 was a little <laughs> rough on me. Five. Oh, and the album is called, of course, Oops All Bangers. 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 Like, 
finger bangers. <laughs> I was thinking like bangers vein. It's very funk disco inspired electronica. You can hear a lot of inspiration or like sort of homage to artists who were big in the early 80s. All I heard was Bowie, Bowie, I, and more Bowie. I was going to say, I heard Bowie. <laughs> uh, I heard some Prince. I can see that. The first song, Conquistadors, Talking Heads. Eh, okay. Yeah. And something else that's very uh, common with most of these, uh, something else that is very common in most of these songs. What? They're all about fucking. Oh my God. Like, you're talking maybe 14 out of 17 songs is about, <laughs> hey baby, I'm going to... I'm gonna let's get no. There's one called Free Free Free, which is all that starts out with take off all your clothes. Yeah, yeah. it's fun uh, to work out too. Is it? I don't. I, I worked just, out to it. Uh, there's one Gemini Rising, which has the you know, the sexiest word in the English language, serotonin. <laughs> I noticed that. It is a lot about. It's like that very like early '80s coked out. Hey babe, let's get busy. It's almost like a parody. So this is what I thought of it. Yeah. I heard Bowie, him trying to sound like David Bowie in almost every song. Yeah. Mix in of Montreal. And that yeah. is what you get. <laughs> now, there are a few. There are some good songs. I liked a couple of them to be Yeah, honest. so I got to call it up because I can't read my writing. God, what are you at? Seven? Victor writes clearer than you. Well, you know what? I used to write. Actually, no. I told that story before where my writing was so bad they thought I was like learning disabled briefly and for one day I was put in an LD class before they're like, no, he's just really horrible and lazy at writing. A few standouts. Deep Trouble, which is very much about 80s excess. That's the one that's a Miami Vice song and then they start singing about actual coke. Yeah. At the end. So that's, I think, is my favorite song of the album. Reconnect Ourselves is very Devo. That's the second to last song in the album. The only ones that like Cemetery Postcard is the closest thing to a Bowie song that is decent. I wouldn't say it, it, his voice, he tries to be like Bowie. If that makes sense. I yeah. wouldn't say there's like a ton of songs where I'm like, that sounds like a David Bowie song. There's a few, but I think his voice, he was like trying to do different like Bowie stuff with his voice, kind of. I don't know. That's he was all I... over. Like, he reminded me of, oh shit, I can't think of that guy. Um,. Let me get my reader, Grandma. <laughs> when I get my progressives, you won't make fun of me. It doesn't matter. We reviewed a guy a couple years ago, and you're like, covered a song called Everyone's a Winner. It's that style of like uh, 70, again, what people refer to as late 70s, early 80s Coke rock. Or like arena rock type shit. So I was not super into this uh, I liked it. particular I it was album, okay. in part because I liked pretty much everything else that we both reviewed mm-hmm. more than this. On one of his other albums, he does have a song simply called Let's Fuck. Ooh, what's it about? Um, well, the video seems to be about a 70s drug deal or something mm. like that. It's like a cop procedural. So anyway, Minka, um, check it out or don't if you like that kind of music. Um, it just did not quite do it for me. And that one was pretty much a blind shot yeah. where I sent it to you before I listened to I it. I forgot he was from Philly. As I said, like yeah. I was a little like, oh, I wasn't expecting Lou to pick this out. But I was like, mm-hmm. eh, it's okay. Yeah. I'm gonna go with wrong war. Wrong war. Ooh. Once upon a weapon, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which came out this year. Yeah, I think. Yep, January fourteenth, and they're off Ato- uh, Ac- Atomic Action Records, um, and they're out of Chicago, Illinois. It's their second record. Their first record was out in 2020. Uh, fixed. I can't even read my writing. Fixed yeah. against forever. Victor has better writing <laughs> than you. Shut the fuck up. 
And for some reason, this popped up on my band camp. They're like, for fans of Regional Justice Center and Moon Man. Uh-huh. And I can, like, kind of see both these mm-hmm. bands in here. So anyway, if you they list themselves, I believe, as post-punk, hardcore, and punk. And they have ex-members of The Current, Ottawa, Calvary, The Phenoms, and Salvo Beta. And in their band camp, they say they're influenced by a lot of <clears throat> DC bands. So I was like, I'll give it a shot. And I really liked it. Uh, Human Resources is the first song. It's this heavy pounding drum. It's like a hardcore, post-hardcore. The vocals, they're not gruff or muffled. They're not like the standard, like, bah, 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 and you can't understand them. You can make up the lyrics or like yell. But there's just something a little different about this band. I wouldn't say it's strictly hardcore. Yeah, that's um, my observation. Yeah. Dead Tank was one of my favorites. Love the little guitar riffs they have to like woke through. The chorus is kind of catchy. Times almost has like a little bit of a street vibe going in it. Distraction Diet. Yeah, it was my favorite song. Yeah, it was more punk feel. Had a cool little breakdown. I like that song a lot. One Year to Ancient. The guitar reminded me of uh, had like a Black Flag riff in it. And it had more of a post-punk feel than like a... a a punk or traditional mm-hmm. hardcore. It's slightly like this is when I'm like this kind of reminds me of Western Addiction. If you remember West Western yes, Addiction, I do. Architects of the Derange, uh, like a slower Fugazi esque feel has like a real cool bassline and it's different. It's just a different feeling song. And then it ends with "Has Your Master Come to Different Wisdom?" And for some reason. The one band Kill Your Idols just popped into my head, which is mm-hmm. kind of like a street punk hardcore band. They had a they. Just made me think of that. And then that's the last song. Kind of pulls everything together. So I'm not going to... Yeah. I didn't review every song. Mm-hmm. But I really dig this band. I think they have a lot of say socially and politically. But it's one of those things you don't even realize that they're singing kind of about that. Yeah. They don't like hit you over the head with it. Um, I really like their sound. As I said, like I pulled out Fugazi, Kill Your Idols, Western Addiction, Don't Sleep a little bit, uh, maybe even a little dag nasty. It's not super heavy, but just heavy enough. I think I think it's fun. It's, I think it's a good, like, solid release. Yeah, I had a hard time putting this in any one genre. Yeah. Sort of thing because it definitely has a hardcore sensibility, but it's so metally and post-metal. It's and like different. Said, it's, yeah. it's kind of weird because it seems like it, like every song almost becomes a hardcore song, but then it Yeah, yeah. It. Cool. Better than Stinka. <laughs> but not better than... Blackwater Holy Light. I See, they, I think they popped up on my band camp at one point in time. They probably did. I had actually... So I had like a list of songs or bands that I had heard on Spotify over the years. Yeah. And I was going through that. And this, their previous album was listed. And I saw, I was like, oh. That's why. Okay. And I looked and it had this. So Blackwater Holy Light, uh, this is Silence Motion slash Motion. They're out of Portland. Okay. This I came out, out of the twenty first. Uh, uh, this came out uh, October twenty first, the last okay. year. I'm not being a too super dick. I'm just trying to get back to. <laughs> no, no problem. <laughs> Do you love me? Yes. No. Oh my God! Can you read that? Yeah, I can read through your phone. I am. I'm like an expert. Posting a dick pic. Uh. <laughs> your dick. Is it Dick Tracy? Yeah, it Dick is. Tracy cartoon. <laughs> it is. Anyway, they're off Riding Easy Records, and this is their third album. Okay. But their first one is a a four-piece, mm-hmm. so previously they were a five-piece. And um, by their own admission, this is a song, this is an album largely about trauma, both personal and, I guess, societal pain. This is a COVID album. There's so many it, of them okay, are. Okay, that makes sense. I, I really enjoyed this album, to be honest. I liked it a lot. 
it is a little easier to pin down genre-wise than something like Your Last Choice, mm-hmm. but it is not quite all over the place. It sips from a lot of different cups of wine. Mm, it's true. As I say. I really like but it. But a sample lot. So, so it opens with Delusional, which has this very like mournful guitar and kind of like these haunting strings. And then it builds up into this host medley, a space rocky psychedelic thing. Mm-hmm. There, the backing vocals are very uh, Demu Borgier, so very black metal. The rah, rah, rah. and of course that won't be the first time. It sounds like I song. love Lucy. Yeah. Lucy, I am from Cuba. That's what I got from that uh, Meet the Desi Lucy movie on, I would say cartoon, on Netflix or Amazon. Maybe I'm having a stroke tonight. I think you are. So I was out like out in the cold for many hours and I don't think I've completely recovered yet. I don't think so either. So go on because I really like this band. I have hibernation sickness. Okay. Does that I'm, mean you... I'm laughing. It's not even funny. Yeah. I'm like, this might be the last podcast, but I think I'm dying. Um, Who the Hell is a lot more of an electronica song. Has a bit of a Doors vibe. I have. I was not super. This is the one song I was not super into. It did the uh, that sort of operatic like singing. That's sort of reminiscent of like I guess, an Evanescence or something like that. Okay. It's not quite my style, but Silence in Motion title track, really good. Had a very odd and pretty neat coincidental experience. I have to look at the song listings because I listened to it all. I actually listened twice yeah. at the gym as I enjoyed it that much. And it's this very ominous song, very the most like doomy, mm-hmm. and it starts out like sort of very minimalist and builds. I had it playing in the background, and then I decided I didn't want to watch the video, but I went to listen to the song. Mm-hmm. So I saw like the story for uh, Gabby Petito. Yeah, came up, and I clicked on it, and it was a YouTube video. And I had both videos playing, and it synced up like the fucking dark side of the moon in Wizard of Oz. It was so spooky because this song becomes increasingly ominous as it as it continues, and it fit perfectly with them making these announcements about yeah they found the you know the the notebook and he confessed. I was like ooh got freaking. It has like this. What's that like? It reminds me a little bit of Black Sabbath esque, but like fuzzed out, darker. Yeah, yeah. A lot uh, of these songs remind me of... There's like a... It's not L.A. Witch. There's like a band that we reviewed. It might, I don't remember who it was, but it was like... It, it kind of reminded me of that band. Yeah, I don't know who these... They remind me of so much, but if this band were like 5% heavier, it would remind me of Battle of Mice. Because oh, okay. the lead singer has a definitely Julie Christmas vibe at times. Yeah. Falling Further, I really like, even though it starts as a Nirvana song and ends as a Sonic Youth song. Um, like maybe L.A. Witch. Am I thinking L.A. Witch maybe a little bit? Yeah, I think L.A. Witch is yeah. where like it starts as one song and ends as another. Yeah, yeah I could see that. M-D-I-I-I, mm-hmm. which is very mournful, pain-filled. It's like a very heavy, sad, long love song. Can't figure out what M-D-I-I-I stands for. It's 1503 in Roman numerals. Yeah, but know. other than that, it's I could like Joan of Arc. Was Joan of Arc 1503 no. or something? I don't think so. I did look up 1503 on Wikipedia. Around You mm-hmm. is the the one that does not fit with the others. This is like the weird... It's like an off-kilter 90s pop song. I hesitate to say it was upbeat song in the album because yeah, even then it sounds okay. weird and like vaguely hallucinogenic and psychedelic. But it's very good and it's like, you know, a, another love song. But, you know, kind of depressing. 
Now, now throw that shit away because the banger of this album, the, the best song. song is the last yeah, song. Yeah, I love the last song. Every corner. This song is fucking bananas. I agree. It has a little bit of everything. You know, it starts out very, you know, slow, like dreamy, slight, slightly dissonant guitar strings, very sweet vocals. And it sort of builds, and then it becomes a psychedelic alt-country song. Yes. And the thing is, and I love this song in its entirely, entirety, a song that was basically just the middle of this song would be my favorite song ever. <laughs> and it does, and it's like this really, it's like, really cool this song. really weird psychedelic riff building again building it I keep saying building intensity but that's a lot of these songs they start out they start out soft and they become very full it just progress yeah it's just like a slow build up like a you're waiting for them to kiss and yes. you're sending signals and then you brush hands but then <laughs> then it, it breaks out into this gallop and becomes a full on fucking black metal <laughs> yeah, song yeah yeah and it is I mean it makes the, for the, the vocals the backing vocals from the first song sound like uh, puppies and kittens because it's like <laughs> And that's something to say because it's a seven-minute song, and like, usually I'm like, it's too long. And I like love the song. Yeah, it's fucking great. And the backing vocals are um, from uh, I think it's Intra Almer. The band oh, it's from another about yeah. Sounds like we perform. Like yeah, they perform like Baroness and all that. Okay, that's that probably song. okay. It's a really good album. Yeah. It's not the second album is a lot more straight up doom metal. Oh really? But this album I like a lot, um, cool. and especially like the last song is great. Holy, I can't, I'm going, I, there might be something wrong with me. Blackwater Holy Light. Yeah, I want to say it's popped up on my my man can. Yeah. So, Abby Ooze. Ooh, yes. Rip, R.I.P. This came out actually last year, the end of, it could have came out in November too, I've seen a couple dates. The Bandcamp says the end of December, yeah. and then I read something where the actual vinyl release was oh, in November. I would assume the end of, of November 1981. <laughs> Continue. Uh, so it's punk. It's garage, it's basement punk, it's a lot uh, lo-fi, and they're off Ketchup and Mustard Records, apparently from Hammond, Indiana. And then I did some digging, apparently she was in the, the band The Posers out of Philly, Yeah. but I couldn't read that anyplace else. The singer's name is Jade Baze or something like that, but then the only place I saw her listed in a band was this band called The Liquids. Oh. So I don't know. So anyway, Abby Hughes, I-N-T-O. I'm not the one. Catchy as fuck garage low fuzz punk that's just amazingly yeah, out, fun. Yes. It's really, really good. I'm screaming. IDW, I don't want to. It's got like this slower 60s girl group power pop yeah. punk going on. Pretty much I could explain every song mm-hmm. is about that. Yeah. I really like ABA. I don't remember what ABA stands for. I, I stopped translating it. We're trying to figure it out. Fast catchy, love the guitar work and harmonies. This one reminded me like if La Tigra, Surfboard, and Donna's having a baby. It I think that's the song. best song of the album. Brat has this like old 77 punk sound fun with energetic hooks. Our revoir. I when I Ooh. like I was listening to that song, I liked it and I read the lyrics, I laughed. Or read the title. <laughs> yeah. I was like, huh? Oh, and then I laughed. It's just a great garage punk song. Uh The Plumber and the Dancer. Um almost had this screeching weasel crying in my beer feel to it. Mm-hmm. How many songs are on here? Like seven? Yeah, it's pretty quick. It's really quick. It's very simple, straightforward, and fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Go in the basement, press record, and play away. It's fun, it's fresh, and it's catchy as fuck. It, uh, it, I think it's, it's just really fantastic good. Yeah, release. it's amazing. I mean, legitimately, I would have I thought guessed, you would really enjoy it. I would have guessed, 
Yeah, they're out of fucking London, lower the Lower East End in '81, and they recorded this one album, and then half of them OD'd on heroin, and the other half died of syphilis. I mean, it's it's one of the that kind of post punk album, and then like the one who lived now teaches teaches primary school English. It's fantastic. It's really, really good. It is great. And it is like that perfect, that stripped down sound that I love. Mm -hmm. And apparently this was going to be the last album. Like what I've heard, I guess she had other releases out, but they were saying this is like hands down the best thing she's done. And they're like hoping that it's not the last release. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it was really, really good. Like I can think of like like bands like Sailor Poon or... Mm -hmm. um, but this is like really stripped down. I mean, it is it is it is one step above uh, cherry pickles, where they're just performing on yeah on fucking washboards and shit. I feel like they literally got a tape recorder in it. I mean, that's what it sounded like, and it's amazing. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um. So I started watching Euphoria. Yeah. So I watched. I accidentally just like. There's nothing else on, and um, I forget what I was watching and saw previews for it, so it was just on, and I think mm-hmm. I missed like the first 15 minutes, mm-hmm. and I'm watching it, and I'm like, what the fuck is beep? These teenagers are just like fucking doing so many drugs and just mm-hmm. fucking, and I was just like, holy shit, like it, it honestly like kind of like shocked me. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I'm telling Mark about it, and Mark's like, oh, so it's like kids, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, you're totally right. Mm-hmm. So... I went out and had some drinks with some friends, and one of the girls was like, "Oh, you should just want to like like watch it. Let me know. Let me know what you think." So I'm up to episode I think nine now. Yeah. So I've been like kind of binge watching it. After like I thought about things, and it like just the shock kind of wore off. I'm like, okay, you know. And I actually like looked up like who wrote it. It was like based off this Israeli uh, TV show, and this like lady in her fifties fucking Uh. wrote it. And I was like, okay. And then the guy that is directing it and, like, half-writing it over here is, like, born in 85. No. As I said, it reminds me of kids. Zendaya is fucking amazing. Zendaya is really, really Mm -hmm. good in it. But for a while, it was reminding me of a a Chuck Palahniuk book. Oh, really? Okay. The first time you read a Chuck Palahniuk book, you're like, ah, like, this is is great. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of, like, see his pattern and you're like, there's not a lot of likable characters. Mm Mm-hmm. But then it kind of just changed for me. Like once, like the, the sex kind of toned down, like it got, like it just got a lot better for me. But yeah, I, I I've been enjoying it. I liked it. Like I was almost about to give up on it, and I'm like, all right, let me give it another mm-hmm. chance. Because Zen dies, like as I said, really good. There's a handful of characters. I actually thought of you. There's this one character, Cat. Yeah. And she writes like fan fiction <laughs> <laughs> about like fucking um, Harry Styles, like yeah. gay shit. And for some reason, you popped mm-hmm. in my head because of Aww. fan fiction. <laughs> I never wrote fan. Fiction. I thought you wrote fan fiction a little bit, but it's <laughs> like for fun. That's it. Yeah, that was like, like tongue in cheek. And like, yeah, she has like this following. Oh. But yeah, you were the first person I thought of. Oh. Uh, but it's 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 not really for me. I yeah. feel like this series, but it's good. Mm-hmm. And like Zendaya cracks me up because she's like the big the one most like the the druggie, and she's out like she OD'd and she's like in rehab, fucking around still with drugs or whatever. And she was talking about pedaling her bike and how she keeps falling over because like, yeah. she's too fucked up and yeah. I I was like oh I remember when I would have parties at the condo and I would take a piss and then I'd fall into the fucking Aww. bathtub and the party <laughs> would be over um, but yeah it's it's decent I'll, I'll have a better review once I'm Through totally it. yeah done and then I think I'm gonna watch Yellow Jackets I've heard good things yeah I think that's gonna be my next show I don't watch shows about fucking bees Part of my religion, so I can't watch mm. it. You'll have to, I'll have to read a wiki. 
But I just think all the sex to me was just like taking away from it. It was just, it wasn't like sexy sex, if I, like if that makes sense. It was just like banging a fucking bang. Like yeah. it was just, I don't know, it was just not. Like Paradise by the Dashboard Light? <laughs> there's a build up there though, <laughs> before the race. I guess. Well, I don't know. If you watch that video, there's not much of a build up when he, he's like, I fucking her from the, from the jump. <laughs> Um, yeah, so how about yourself? What have you been watching? A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Book of Boba Fett. Um, I only watched... I'm thinking I'm only on to the second. I didn't watch... The one that you and Mark were talking about last <laughs> week, I didn't watch. Yeah, I think he watched. He's been watching Arcane. Yeah, he said that too. Him and uh, Victor have been mm. watching it, so... No, I watched The Eternals. Marvel's Eternals. Eh, not good. Really? I was like... I think I like all the characters. Just too many. It's just, it's, it's, the, the story is legitimate. I don't like the story. And it's a shame because I like all the weird cosmic shit. I shan't spoil it for you. One of the Eternals, Druig, is played by an Irish actor who I like, but he seems to only play creeps. He's, um, he's like a bad guy in a movie I often talked about called uh, The Killing of the Sacred Deer. Okay, I never saw that, but I And he's about it. also in The Green Knight. Okay. He's another stuff too. No, he's like, no. The interesting thing about Eternals. Okay. Aside from the fact that Angelina Jolie's in it. Yeah. And How she was she? She didn't really do that much. Huh. Although I think she originally wanted to be in the movie literally as just a cameo. Uh. Uh, Rob Stark and Jon Snow are in it. Yeah. And, Did you jerk off to it? Uh, yeah. But not to those parts because those are weird. I'm not. The Angelina Jolie parts. No. <laughs> Which she dresses like oh. a like young Russian lad in salt. <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> that no. was like the running joke at my house for all because salt was like constantly on, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, that guy is so fucking. Uh, <laughs> I want to fuck that guy." The, essentially, it's a movie where the third act starts at the beginning of the movie, where there's no real bit of, and you get a lot of flashbacks, sort of explaining things. But it's I don't know. It's a, I like all the performances, but I don't like the story. There's like a villain who shows up for basically two scenes and then is done. Stuff like that. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We're pretty flat today. Yeah, this is not a, our best bike. I don't know what it is. I think like, it's you. Like I said, I did walk for like five miles. Oh my goodness. In the coldness. <laughs> maybe you froze your brain. Uh, maybe I'm dead. Yeah, this is not our best show, folks. I'm just don't I'm all scatterbrained for some reason tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's about all I have. Yeah. I really tonight. don't have anything tonight. So short one. Next one will be better, I promise. <laughs> nah, I mean we did all right though. I don't really have anything much to say, I and mean, I kind of had a boring week. So. Yeah. Yeah. Other than you know, saving those babies and um, mm. killing that deer. Uh, that's about it. Sacred deer. Yes. Mm. Unsacred. You should watch that movie. I should. It's a nice, hot, happy movie. Mm, great. Happy I'll be crying. Like you're crying at Benjamin Buttons. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck you. I did not cry. I had allergies. I think you were crying to Meatloaf. That's why you were embarrassed. No. And I think that's why you're off your game. Because you were probably... <laughs> I was. I was sobbing. Um, <gasps> and eating a tub of popcorn. <laughs> no. Um, Killing Sacred Deer is more you'll be horrified. A bit horrified by it. You won't be like... Maybe. Yeah. It's uh, It's a... I guess it's a horror movie. Yeah, so Victor wants to watch a horror movie. Oh, yeah, so this is... Let's talk about this, because I think... So I was over last week having a coffee mm-hmm. and playing Uno, and uh, Jamie said she was going to maybe have Victor watch what movie? 
Aliens. It's nuts. Why? Because aliens. I still have nightmares about aliens. I watched Aliens two days ago. It's so good. And it's still hard. It's very good, but it's horrifying. Well, he's he wants to watch Squid Games. Like I'm not gonna want to watch Squid. I don't think Aliens is that bad. I watched Aliens when I was like eight, and I was terrified. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know what? Maybe he won't want to watch horror. Maybe he's into horror. I don't know. I don't think Aliens is a it's a different movie. I don't know. If you're starting with horror, you got to start something else. Well, I said Friday the Thirteenth, and Mark was like, "No,", no. and I'm like, "Yeah, you're right." Because when Jason pops out of the fucking yeah. lake, he but you think, would just fucking die. But you think you think uh, a movie about people being hunted by sharks with acid blood <laughs> is going to be any better? I think he would be okay with it. I don't think so. I don't know. He's a little weirdo. Yeah. I'm more like it sucks because. I'd rather watch violence than sex. Yeah, well, I get that. But... Um, yeah, because I don't want to hear any questions. He, he was like, can I date you? He asked to date me. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm married to your dad, and mm. no. <laughs> and then he said, can we have kisses? It'll go on my face. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Ugh. Well, maybe aliens will cure with that, <laughs> with the face huggers. I don't know. I didn't, the only time I really was scared of aliens, and it's the dumbest scene, is when, like, they're like, they're in the room, where can they be? And then they go and look up and you see the aliens like... Oh. And like, they look really, really fake, but as an eight-year-old kid, I was like... Oh. Well, the scene where there's like five years, that's in the fucking room. That's like horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Why, what movie would you say he should watch? I gotta think about this. I don't think Aliens. What was the movie we watched where they killed the cat? She was like, I don't know where the cat went. <laughs> oh, shit, what movie is that? I don't remember. You should watch Pet Cemetery 2. Oh, it's so terrible. That's probably a good movie. <laughs> no, I don't think so. What was the first horror movie you watched? Ooh, we got like a topic now, by the way. First horror movie you ever remember watching? What was the movie that we all saw? Like me, you, and Mark, we went to the Colonial. And it was like the naked lady in their space. She's like a space. There's like aliens. Life Force? Yes! Life Force was one of the first like horror movies I saw. Yeah. And it fucking scared the shit out of me when she sucks the life out of that dude. Yeah. I remember being like, oh, I remember being like, oh, boobies it was like the first time i saw nudity mm-hmm. and then she kills somebody and i was like i was like scared very scared and then i remember seeing a movie where the woman was like trying to escape you know the, the killer and was walking up the steps and a knife went if through the wood through her foot and that still fucking freaks me out wow. <laughs> get a knife through my foot i don't like it mm. i think of it every time i go down basement steps yeah. did you see a quiet place no no it's something very similar Oh, really? Yeah. I shouldn't watch it. <laughs> I should watch it. You should know. It's it's really good. I kind of wanted to see it. My sister liked it. Mm. He kind of wants to see Scream, the first Scream. I'm like, you can't see the first Scream. Well, Scream isn't that bad. I don't think it is. It is. You know what most sticks out and is when they're like talking about Ghostface or something and they're like by a window and then they pan out to the window and there's just like Ghostface staring through their window and not knowing like that just creeped me out and there's a lot of sex in that not a lot but there's sex in that hmm i don't want to ask i don't want to answer sex questions so what would be a good movie to watch a horror movie i I was gonna do texas chainsaw massacre maybe you just here's my suggestion you wait three years Maybe five. He really wants... He's, like, really interested in horror, though. He's, he thinks he's interested in horror. He is until until he's sleeping 
under your bed for the next. So maybe Kill Bill. That's not a <coughs> horror movie, but that's really bloody. He might like that. Yeah, that. Well, maybe not. Yeah, he probably Kill Bill too. He got. He didn't like. He didn't like. It was like fucking Ellie Driver and Beatrice Kid though. Like they were about to start fighting. Like the like she just killed Bud. Yeah. And he like but and she Victor just did not like it. And then when they started fighting, he's like, "Can't watch this." I was like, mm. "What the fuck? It's not. This is like the best part of oh, Kill Bill too." I got the perfect movie for him. What? Audition. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that. Uh, it's probably, I think it's too young for horror. What was your first horror movie? Rosemary's Baby, which I snuck down and that's watched. That's creepy. It's very creepy, and that's one that still creeps me out. And then I think I saw the original Amityville Horror. Like, I used to sneak down and watch movies at night, and then be super scared. And You know what? The Reanimator, he might like. Reanimator's probably a good one. Not that bad, yeah. Dead Alive? I mean, seriously, it's like fucking puppet. Dead Alive is yeah, those, That's where you gotta go. I'm kicking ass for the Lord. Or um, Cemetery Man wasn't bad either. Yeah, but I don't know if that's gonna hold the attention of a... Yeah, well, he wanted to watch Mommy Dead, so I showed him the No Wire Hangers, because I was like, you, I... think, you think I'm a bad mom? Yeah. And I showed him what it was. Yeah. And he's just like, we should watch all Mommy Dears. I'm like, you're gonna think it's boring. I just showed you that's that. That's a part. movie that scared the shit out of me. Mommy Dears? Yeah. yeah, it did. Yeah. It did. Um, and she's like, don't fuck with me, fellas! Yeah. No, why yeah. yeah. So what did I say? So, uh... <laughs> Maybe there's a gas leak in this house. Let me think. It was before Dead Alive. Oh, Reanimator. Reanimator, yes. I'm gonna write that down. Yeah. I was also lucky enough to see uh, anti-abortion propaganda. Oh, nice. They used to play them, like, early Saturday morning on, like, network TV. And I remember Tom Bosley talking about one that was kind of freaky. Hmm. Uh, CCD, it's a uh, Sunday school for the Catholic Catholics. Yeah, it, although it's it's Sunday school not held on Sunday necessarily. Mm-hmm. We had to watch like some anti like abortion thing, and it freaked me the fuck out. I thought you were gonna be like your people's open. <laughs> um, like I remember watching Nightmare on Elm Street and being like fucking scared. Isn't there sex in that? Isn't there tits or something? Yeah. Yeah, I think you got to start watch on. Porkies. <laughs> <laughs> I th- I'm telling you the reanimator yeah. and I think Dead Alive is a good one he might like that <laughs> but if he doesn't then you know you definitely can't go with something like Aliens or maybe did you ever see like was it Dale and whatever and oh, they like accidentally Dale and whatever yeah evil? that wasn't bad is that the one where the with the suey sauce oh maybe Evil Dead too. <laughs> that would be a little too bloody yeah what's the one it's not Dale Tucker Battle Evil it's Dale and Tucker, yeah. Is that the one where it's like a, it's like the a dude that's from like Firefly and all that shit? Oh, then no, I'm not yeah. thinking it. Oh, that's the other other thing we can talk about before we go. What? Joss Whedon. You mean Joss? I said Joss. Uh, Joss. Joss. Call me Joss. Which? So Joss, we if you don't know, Joss Whedon gave an interview that it's like I heard it was way worse than what like. It's actually the, really bad. It well the 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 two comments I saw that were both how bad it was. Some person said he understood he was being interviewed right, and this stuff was going to be written yeah. down and people were going to read it. Yeah. And someone else like independently commented that what the fuck did are did the statute of limitations on something literally just expire? It's like if you had any doubt that he's a shit bag, and you know you were an early adopter. I knew he was a shitbag. Fucking Josh. It's like he is so fucking horrible and 
literally, you can like he does not think he did anything wrong. Well, um, I know the Gal Gadot. It's actually Gal Gadot is how mm. she says it. But anyway, um, how well, she, she thinks, but she doesn't speak English. So English good, wasn't so. her first language, so she didn't know what she was talking yeah. about. And then that's a Joss Whedon callback, but that's not us saying that. <laughs> um, and then the Ray dude that played, Park? It's not yeah, Ray Parker, that played Cyborg. I forget his name. It might be what you said. It's Ray something. I was just remember. a terrible actor. Yeah. I forget even what he said, like, exactly. Yeah. So then I didn't finish reading the article. Mark actually read, like, what he said. Apparently Joss Whedon would go to these feminine classes. Yeah. To, like, be able to say, well, I went to these feminine classes. And mm-hmm. just, like, kind of, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. like used it mm-hmm. to be like, oh, see, I'm a feminist and all this bullshit. Which reminded me of a certain somebody, actually. Yeah. But, um. <laughs> Took me a second. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like, it, 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 if you read the whole article, it's even more so. And he'd be like... Oh, well, I read the article, by the way. It's horrible. So you, well, what was about the femininity? Like, he did all these classes, and he'd be like, oh, well, I am I know more about femininity than these yeah, women Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> and then he said something about f- having so many sex with the female actors, but, you know, I would have regretted it if I didn't. Mm. So yeah. what did he write? Like, the only thing... And I, I'll, you know, I'll admit when, I was, when I'm wrong, mm-hmm. like, I used to hate Ed Norton. I like Ed Norton now. I liked his run on Astonishing X-Men, I want to say. Yeah. What was he, like, most known for? I mean, the the Buffy season, whatever. So, he wrote a season of Buffy. I mean, as far as comic books. Yeah, like, comic book-wise. Like, Astonishing X-Men, and then he wrote, like, a, a season of Buffy as a comic book. So, basically, he Nothing continued really? Buffy. Oh, okay. Yeah, not like he, he was doing, like, he did Buffy Angel, Dollhouse, which is creepy. Which was not good when it was out, by the way. Dollhouse? Dollhouse. I liked it. Firefly, I... I wonder how I'd like it now if I watched Alien it. Alien 4. What? Didn't he write Alien 4? I think he did write Alien 4. A he wrote... Oh, he did the, um... Because where he directed the first two Avengers movies. Did he direct it? I don't know if he directed it. He did it. and he wrote. I'm I thought he wrote it. I don't know if he directed it. We're gonna look. I'm looking, 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 looking. And then he did a lot of bunch of stuff, but he was sort of like in that geek fandom. Yeah, I don't know. I never liked him. I think he is a P.O.S. I do too. I was, I thought that first, by the way. Yeah, whatever. No, listened. <laughs> uh, written and directed by Joss Whedon. That's the second one. Uh, so I think the first yeah, one. Yeah, then he did then. Okay. I know he wrote it. I didn't remember if he did Which they're not very good movies. Uh, I haven't watched them. In retrospect, them. they all, I don't know. Hot take. I think, like, I've, like, I like the Marvel movies, but I think they only hold up. A lot of them only, I can only watch once. With a few exceptions. I've watched Endgame and the one before Endgame, like, a billion times. Yeah. God, I'm burping up tacos. Like, I like, uh, uh, sex air. If you want to make out later, let me know. I'd do anything for love, but I wouldn't do taco. taco, uh, tofu tacos in your mouth. That's even worse. (laughs) Somehow that. I went vegetarian this month. Yeah? Yeah. Kind of. Not that fun. Oh. Not that I'm like a huge meat eater, but it's just been kind of boring. Oh. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. So we, we kind of meandered all over the place again, but we did fill an extra 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. What else? We'll, uh, maybe we'll have a topic. What topic horror last time, movie pr- yeah. should I have my son watch? Yeah, well, well, yeah, yeah, I'm going to put this out there. What horror movie do you have your children watch first? <laughs> all right. Oh, Paranormal Activity. No, I fucking hate that movie. And he'd be freaked out. Blair Witch. I should make a watch Blair Witch. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, everyone. Bye. Bye!
I'm gonna grab a beer. Ah. You uh, you think of something fun to say? I will. Get changed into something pretty. Mm. <laughs> like a loin. You know it's it's cold and lonely in the deep dark night. Especially with Paradise by the Dashboard. I don't think that's the lyrics, folks. But there ain't no doubt about it. We were doubly blessed. We were only 17 and we were barely dressed. Truer words have not been spoken. Now, of course, Bad Out of Hell, the title track of his breakout album, I feel like does not get enough. I haven't listened Credit. to that album like so. Like a bad out of her. Bad out of her. You remember what his second album was called? No. Bad out of hell two back into hell. <laughs> oh yeah, it was. <laughs> there might have been a third album. There might have been a middle album in there somewhere. I am not sure. Cause didn't he have like throat cancer or something? He, he had some good. He did perform for a number of years. I know he like he wrote songs for people like Barbara Mandrell. Really? Shit. I think from like he, when he was on CM Punk's podcast. I swear. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> 